Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 189. Today, we are going to tackle what I know to be a very sensitive, hot-button issue for many of you. And at the time of me recording this episode, it is mid-October, and we are about to enter into an election season. We are already in the beginning stages of it. And I know more than ever, there's going to be a lot of passionate people sharing their opinions and their thoughts and their beliefs on social media, because isn't that the place where we go and do those things? And I know in this happening, a lot of times it begins to create issues for us in our business. Specifically, how do we handle when the people that are around us that we love and respect share different political views than us. And here was the question. One of the questions that I got that inspired this episode was, somebody reached out to me on Instagram and said, hey, Bob, what do, what do I do? My upline is very vocal on social media about her political views, and they are in direct opposition of mine. And the problem that I'm having right now is I am finding it, my opinion of her is changing. So I'm finding it difficult to look at her the same way. I'm kind of losing respect for her, and I almost want to say something. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. I don't want our relationship to change. And I thought, what a good question. What a timely question. And see, this is more than just like your upline. Anybody in your life around you, could be a family member, could be a friend, could be someone in your downline. See, here's the problem I want to help you tackle is how do we lead people? that have different viewpoints than us when it comes to politics or really any area in our life, how do we handle this inside of our own minds and and in our business without letting it have a negative impact right, on how we show up in the world? Because that ultimately is what it does, is it creates a a state of mind that just doesn't serve you. So I want to help you navigate this issue, and um, I'm going to give you a very different viewpoint, as I often try to do. I'd like to create an awareness for you, and I'd like to give you kind of a blueprint on how to be able to navigate these really challenging times, because make no two ways about it, we are living in a world right now that absolutely is as divisive as anyone that we've ever seen. And listen, you can make an argument as to why that is, but look, the reality is that there are people very split down the middle when it comes to politics, and people are very passionate about these things. They're really dug into their point of view. And more so than ever, I think social media is going to become a sounding board for these people. And we must prepare ourselves. We must learn how to be able to lead ourselves through these circumstances in these times. Otherwise, we certainly can never be expected to lead others. But how do we respond when things like this come up in our life, whether it's our upline, somebody else that we're close to in our life, or somebody on our team? Because you can almost guarantee it's going to happen to you. So I can't wait to share this with you. And listen, you might be somebody that listens to the show, doesn't really care about politics, right? I know there's people out there that really, you know, politics is not your thing. And yes, you do have an opinion, you'll vote, but it doesn't really get you bent out of shape. I'm going to tell you this episode is still very much going to be for you because I am going to share with you inside of this message some of the most valuable leadership lessons 
that I have ever learned. So either way, pay close attention and make sure you take notes. Before we get into the episode, I want to give a shout out to our review of the week. Thanks again to all of you that have been leaving reviews. We are now over 1,100 five-star reviews, which is pretty cool. So thank you so much to all of you that have taken the time to do that. Today's review of the week comes in from Georgia Pressland. I always love when people have their name as their screen name because I can say thank you. Georgia says, I've been listening to your virtual upline every single morning for the past couple of weeks and my mood has completely shifted throughout the day. My mindset has gotten so much better and my business is growing more than it ever has. I feel like Bob is literally talking to me in every single podcast. He has the best tips, and I love learning and growing with each podcast I listen to. Well, Georgia, I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. I'm so grateful for your support, and I'm glad that you found us. So thank you for taking the time to leave that review. All right, let's get into the topic for today. How do you lead people that have different political views than you? How do you deal with people in your life that have different political views than you? I'd like to start off this episode by having you ask yourself a really important question that I think will help us get to the root of the problem in an instance like this. And here's the question I want you to ask yourself. Why do you feel so threatened and upset and attacked by someone else that has a different political view than you. See, because I know this is the case for many of you. You so easily get bent out of shape anytime you see somebody post on social media about something that is in opposition to what you believe politically. And this is just more evident now than it's ever been because there's so much controversy around who's in office and and what needs to happen. So we're just seeing this more than ever. But I just want you to ask yourself, have you ever thought about why? Why do you react that way? Because here's the first level of awareness I want you to come from is that it is reacting. Some of you have created a pattern that the second you perceive somebody has a view different than yours, you react in a way that you feel you have to defend your point of view and get that other person to see why they're wrong. We're always wanting to make someone else wrong in order to make ourselves feel more right. See, my question is this, why would the simple fact that someone has a different politics than you change the way that you look at them? Because that's what's happening, right? Why would it make you feel differently about them as a human being or respect them less, right? This person that reached out to me about their upline, that was what was happening. She was sharing her political views on her social media. And look, I'm not here to argue whether you should and shouldn't do that. It's your social media. Do whatever you want. But their upline was sharing their political views. And she had an issue with that. It was making at her look her differently, right? And, and, and I just want to like question yourself, why is that? Why do we do that? And I want us to just acknowledge like part of the problem, I would argue the entire problem that we face in our world today is there, there's so much hate and anger and fear in the world. And, and listen, I get it. The circumstances of 2020 have contributed to that with the you know, the COVID pandemic and all the things that are happening in the world, like people are just living in a heightened state of fear, everything around them, but it's created so much division. And my question is this, why would you want to contribute to that? Because understand that in every moment of your life, you're making a choice and we only ever have one of two choices. It really is this simple. You're either operating from love or fear. 
You're either projecting love or fear into the world by your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. And what I want you to understand is every single negative thought, feeling, and action is a byproduct of fear. Hate, anger, frustration, discouragement, doubt, they all come from fear. Fear is the source of every single negative emotion and action in our lives. So if we look at it that way, we're making a choice in every moment. We're either operating from the foundation of love or fear, then at the same time, you are either becoming a part of the solution to all of this, or you are contributing to the problem in every moment of your life. Look, true transformation and change comes from us waking up to this fact and understanding that no matter how hard you try, you can never change anyone else except for yourself. And how many people do we see that literally spend their entire lives fighting, trying to change someone else's belief, and all they wind up doing is just inflicting pain and suffering upon themselves in the process, right? And that's what, that's what was happening. This person that reached out to me, she was struggling so much. There was so much pain and suffering that she was putting herself through because her upline had a different political view, right? Like, I guarantee you, and I, she didn't say this, but I read in between the lines because, look, if she shared that same political view, it wouldn't have caused any issues for her. Now, she may have thought, well, my upline shouldn't be doing that, but it wouldn't have caused her to look at her differently. And what I want you to understand is these are all self-inflicted wounds, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later in this episode. But one of the overarching themes, concepts that I really like you to begin to become aware of that will drive this discussion is that the best thing that you can do for the world is not to dig in and defend your position and fight others that have different beliefs than you. Because that's what created this problem in the first place. The best thing that you can do for the world is to transform and change yourself. You can't change other people. The only thing you can ever do is change who you are in relation to other people. You can't change the world. All you can do is change who you are in relation to the world. And changing who you are starts with you learning how to master your mind. This is what we spend so much time talking about, the personal freedom that we all should aspire to have. But it leads me into the first leadership lesson and the first message I want you to hear loud and clear on this note. As a leader, this is what you are being called to in your business, in your life. As a leader, you must hold yourself to a higher standard. You must learn how to embrace the true challenge, but also opportunity for us as leaders. And here's what it is. Leaders do not divide. They unite. Even when it is difficult, even when it is frustrating, and even when it is inconvenient. Now, some of you might say, Bob, I'm not a leader. I don't have a team. You missed the point. You are a leader the day that you decide you are. You want to know what? The first and the most important person you will ever lead in your life is yourself. 
You want to know the reason why you don't have a team? Because you haven't learned how to lead yourself through these issues, through these self-inflicted wounds of fear and overwhelm and self-doubt and confusion. If you can't lead yourself through that to create results, you sure as heck are not going to lead other people. I could put a thousand people in your downline today. If you still are coming from the same place, those people will not be in your downline very long. You're all a leader, whether you've come to terms with that or not. You need to start believing that today. And once we do, here's what we have to realize. True leaders, they don't divide, they unite. They go out of their way to find common ground with people that are different than them. They're not threatened by someone that holds a different belief. Look, one of the most important qualities you will ever possess as a leader is your ability and your willingness to lead and connect with people different than you. Whether that's race, religion, politics. Look, your unwillingness to accept people that have different views and beliefs than you will severely limit your ability to lead, will severely limit your ability to attract people to you, which in turn is going to limit your success. Because remember what I teach you. Your business is really nothing more than a leadership development program with a compensation plan attached to it. And if you are limiting yourself as a leader, and this is a huge area, right? The political thing is just a symptom of a much bigger problem. But if you're limiting yourself in that area, you are also always going to limit the results that you will see. See, as a leader, we must first seek to understand before being understood. What do we see most people doing on social media? The minute they see somebody post something different than what they believe, they want to attack. They don't want to understand. They want to be understood. Well, here's my beliefs. Here's why you're wrong. We spend so little time truly trying to see things through the other person's perspective because we feel threatened, because we feel attacked. See, as a leader, you must truly care enough to want to see someone else's point of view and not have it be an attack on your own. See, what most people do is they react. And when you react to situations like this, you are just projecting fear. You are choosing fear in that moment. See, as a legacy leader, you're a part of this community. You've bought into this idea of love, serve, grow. You are a legacy leader. You are trying to do your best to apply love, serve, grow as a framework in your life. But there's a great responsibility that comes with that, though. As somebody that wants to live and lead from love and not fear, that's not always easy. But it is what's necessary if you truly want to make the world a better place through your business and leadership. Remember, all fear is is the absence of love. Love is always there. It's an untapped resource in our hearts, always there waiting for us to use. But most of us are blind to it because we're living in fear. See, the other thing I want you to realize is judgment is not love. It's fear. Because what are we really doing when we're lashing out or we're thinking differently or less of someone is we're judging them. Love doesn't judge, only fear does, right? So if we're always, if we are holding ourselves accountable in the moment to always choose love, even when it's hard for us. See, I would even argue the harder it is, the more necessary it is to the growth and development of you as a person in your business and in your life. And here's what that means if we choose love. We don't get to react as a leader. You don't get to lash out for, some, to, for somebody having a different belief than you, even if it's not outward. Like, I get it. You're like, but I'm not leaving the negative comments on their profile. I'm not saying anything, but you're doing it in your head. 
And just because it's not outward doesn't mean it's any less destructive or toxic to your business and to your life. And I get that this is hard for a lot of you because if you grew up where politics were a part of your life, part of your programming, part of your, they become a part of your identity. And for many of you, it's a really deeply entrenched part of who you are. You are passionate about this area of your life. You really believe. And when someone in your life that you hold in high regard you find out feels differently than you, it's easy oftentimes to feel like it's a personal attack on you as a person. And this causes us to react in a way that doesn't serve us. We go into defensive mode when we're operating from fear. That's the way that it causes us to react to the world. But all that winds up happening is we just cause ourselves pain and suffering, right? It strains our relationships. It impacts our business. It limits our ability to lead people. It harms our own mental state. I want you to understand that operating from that place, fear instead of love, will never serve you in your business and in your life. See, love requires you to accept people that are different than you. See, if you only respect someone and like them and accept them, if they agree with you on your politics, that is conditional and it's not love, it's fear. But let me take this even a step further. See, here's a, how different of a way is this to look at what, what might be happening in your life, whether it's your upline or someone on your team or just someone you're close to, family member, friend, that cause it has a different political view. What, what if that very person was an assignment that was uniquely placed in your life right now? See, one of the things that I've learned in my journey, people are assignments. And oftentimes, the most difficult and challenging people are the greatest assignments. And here's what the assignment is. What if that person was placed in your life as an assignment to help you develop and grow as a leader, to help develop your character? See, because the true test of character is how we respond during times of challenge and adversity. Character is demonstrated by the way that you treat other people even when you don't agree with them. What if this person was uniquely placed in your life in this moment to help open your eyes to an area of your own growth? Maybe it's an opportunity for you to deepen your own compassion and understanding for someone else. Right, Because here's the one thing I am certain of, that there is an order to all of this. And if we can begin to look at the challenges and the adversities in our life, not as things that are happening to us, but as things that are happening for us, all of the challenge is just there for you to grow and become more. Remember, the more that we become, our business grows as a byproduct. Without the challenges, without the assignments, without the adversity, there'd be no opportunity for growth. You know, and when it comes down to this whole love-fear thing, here's the one thing I'm certain of. God did not create you to spread fear into the world. You were created in his image to be the living embodiment of his love for the world. And this is the reason why you've been called into leadership. This is the reason why love, serve, grow, I believe, is the solution to every problem you ever have in your life. And listen, love is not always easy. And it's most of the time, it's not convenient. But I always go back for me personally in my faith, I go back to what the Bible says about love. You know, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor 
others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And here's the challenge for you in this season of your life is to learn how to develop the habit, the practice of choosing love in any and every moment. Because I have found there are very few things that will transform your life faster than love. This is what love, serve, grow is predicated upon. The more that we love and serve, everything we want in life grows as a byproduct of that. The reason why you've been stuck and you don't have what you want is because you've been choosing fear. You've been allowing your past programming to rob this of you in the present moment. And when it comes to this specific instance, here's what you need to be able to do to separate someone's political views from the underlying soul of who they are as a person created in God's image just like you. See, far often, the world we live in today where it's so easily to become divided and people's opinions are so easily visible on social media, we lose sight of this sameness in one another. Love is being able to recognize that. See, we live in a world today where social media will tell you we're all special. Everybody's special. But see, being special also means we're separate. And this idea of being special or separate is actually one that is bred by fear. See, when we can recognize the sameness in all of us, which is love, then it helps us begin to make those connections. See, let's get to the source of the problem, though. Let's dig a little bit deeper into this issue. And to do that, I want to use the formula for transformation, which is this is the framework that you know we teach all of our students and that I share with you so much on this podcast to help you create transformation in your life. One of the most important concepts that the formula teaches us is this. All pain and suffering in our lives come from our own thoughts and beliefs. See, the first thing the formula teaches us to do is this. We need to learn how to separate the story from the circumstance of our life. See, as it applies to this instance, the story or the circumstance in your life is that your upline is a Republican or they're a Democrat or whomever that other person is, and you're something different. That's the circumstance. Now, here's what you have to understand about circumstances. Circumstances are not positive or negative. They are just neutral. Circumstances, the problem we run into is we assign meaning to the circumstances. So we create a story. We make it be positive or negative. And in this case, you've created what we call a red light story around this circumstance, meaning that that person that reached out to me that sent me a message was thinking that their upline was wrong that they're less of a person, that it was an attack on their own beliefs, right? There's all these different layers to these stories that we make up, and we do this completely unconsciously, right? We just accept our stories to be true, but they're not true. They're only our perception. And in every moment, you're either creating a story that's helping you or it's holding you back. See, the real issue here isn't that your upline is a Republican. It's that you think they shouldn't be that they should believe what you believe. And because they don't, you now think differently of them. See, it's really nothing more than a byproduct of an unmet expectation in your life. 
And I'll tell you this, the more you have expectations in life, the more pain and suffering you will experience. See, the goal is to not have expectations of how things are going to go. The goal is to learn how to just accept our circumstances for what they are. See, that's what love is. This is one of the hardest, this is one of the most challenging parts of love. Love is total acceptance of our circumstances, of our lives. Just accepting things as what they are, not wishing they would be different. Because every second you spent wishing that this other person shared a different political view, all it is is a red light story that's causing you pain. See, We've got to let go of our judgment. We've got to let go of our resistance to our circumstances. And that, look, that doesn't mean that you always agree. It doesn't mean that you agree with their politics, right? You can disagree with someone's politics without making it mean anything negative about them as a person because a lot of you will create a red light story that they're less because of that. And all I want you to realize is that's never going to serve you in your life thinking that anybody is different or less because of something they believe. See, when we come from love, it breeds abundance, not scarcity like fear does. And abundance means that you can let somebody have a different viewpoint than yours without it threatening your political view, right? It means that you choose to respond instead of reacting. We create these negative patterns of reacting in our life the second we feel like somebody is challenging us in an area or something that we believe. And look, there's a huge difference between reacting and responding. Reactions are quick. They have no thought. They're habits, right? They're defense mechanisms. And how many times do you see people reacting? Look, I'll tell you this. I go to my social media right now. I could post, you know, I'm a Republican and I'll have a hundred messages from Democrats talking about why I shouldn't be. And then I could go post, I'm a Democrat and I'll have a hundred messages from a plan. People are so quick to react. It becomes a defense mechanism. But see, you'll never be in a place of power reacting to your circumstances. See, a response is totally different. A response comes slowly. It's thought out. It's calm. It's not threatening. A response takes into consideration the well-being of not only you, but the people around you. It weighs the long-term effects of your actions, and it keeps you in line with your most authentic self, which is love. See, the point that I'm trying to share with you is this. The more reacting you do in your life, the less empowered you will be. And when we talk about leaders, true leaders don't react. They respond always. They are very intentional about everything that they do. The reason why they can do this is because they've done the hard work on themselves. They've learned how to master their own mind, and this is where the journey begins for you. So what I want you to look at this election season, all of this craziness, this is an opportunity for you. It is an opportunity for you to lead yourself, to stop being a victim, right? to stop reacting, to start choosing how you want to respond, not from fear, but from love. The challenge that we face as leaders is while the whole world is freaking out, fighting one another, trying to defend their positions until it practically kills them, that you actually lead. That means you are a calming influence. That means that you start choosing how you want to respond and see this chaos as an opportunity. See that other person as an assignment. They were placed in your life for a reason, to help you demonstrate your leadership, to grow yourself as a person, and to embrace the process of growth, which means mastering your own mind so that you can choose love in every instance and spread that into the world. And if you can operate from that place, love, not fear, 
and realize that all these things that you're viewing is happening to you, they're really happening for you. That person is there for a way bigger reason and purpose than you can understand right now. Then that's when you truly begin to transform. And when you transform yourself, watch the world transform around you. That's my message to you today. I hope you got some value out of this. This is, look, this is a topic I'm so passionate about because I know I don't know you, but I know just because you're here, you've got everything you need inside of you. Some of you just have never even given yourself a chance. This is how you begin to do that. This is the beginning part of the process. So I hope I gave you some clarity and direction if you have to navigate one of these issues. And as always, I just want to let you know, as I do at the end of all these episodes, I so love and appreciate every single one of you for being a part of this community, for spreading this message, for being a follower of this show. And uh, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time. I will see you soon on the next episode.